Torchlit Tavern. We call this campaign City Life. I am your dungeon master, Jameson Oxford. And uh, the sound of me opening a bottle is it's officially time to start. Fantastic. Alright, to my left. Oh, I am Ryan Santos, and I am your. What am I? What am I? I am your halfling uh, rogue named Roy. And uh, I might not just be a rogue any longer after our last session. And uh, to Ryan's left is Randall, but to maintain order in the perpetual anarchy and discord of life, I'm going to pretend that I am because I was last time. And I'm Mitch. I play Bruce. And I think that you don't need to know any more about Bruce than that, but my DM disagrees. Parting the kimono. So Bruce is a Goliath, an aged man, a man of uh, intellect and wisdom, and uh, a bit a of a shady background. He's a man? He's a man? An old man. He's not. He's a... I do not believe he's human. Goliath. Oh, there you go. I said that. Did you? Yeah. Oh. I think. I don't know. He's a man. As Have always, the redactal he... check that in the edit. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> His, uh, his class is a fighter, but that's not, you know, super important, because I play the character, not the sheet. And uh, to my left isn't Randall. I am Randall. I am playing the warlock Damon Shaw of the Fiend Pact. I have burns on my face that make me a little weird to look at, but upside, people don't know what I look like. And you I, don't even know what you I, look like. Who the fuck am I? You look like a well-done marshmallow. We'll, we'll get to that shortly. I'm, in, I'm like in a bad... I'm like... Oh, actually, it was a good Jackie Chan movie. Uh, Jackie Chan just screaming, Who am I? Exactly. Who am I? Don't, just want to be careful with the copyright. Who we'll, we'll, uh, we'll discuss exactly how confused you are in the next few minutes. Um. So, what does Roy look like? What does Roy look yeah, like? Yeah, how does Roy dress? Roy dresses in all black because he's edgy as fuck. Oh yeah? Hot yeah. topic. Because he's a rogue, obviously. <laughs> Rogues basically live in hot topic. Uh, it's it's true. I, actually it's true. I went to the I, I checked. If there was anime in this place, he'd probably watch anime. It, in absolute mm. fairness to Roy, because I respect that as a warlock, I'm probably, I'm probably wearing like blackened clothes also. Edge bros. <laughs> I mean Bruce is eight feet tall and gray and has a <laughs> mohawk tied into a ponytail. Wears a monocle, but shit, other than that, he's dressed like an old dude. What's he your guys' problem? Wears a monocle? Yeah, he's old, man. He's Not got bad eyesight. Only was reading. Newspaper. Yeah, only when he needs it. I mean, God, Dad just doesn't understand us. Alright. So, uh, let's begin. Um, so, the, the last session, you guys investigated the boat ship thing that flew and crashed out of the sky and uh, nearly blew it up. And uh, nearly had a. I worked hard on that. Yeah. Hey, it didn't blow up. Mostly. It's still there. The ship's intact. It just husks the fuck out. Yeah, it's (laughs) maybe scorched on the inside. And you buried the chest. With a rune on top of it for my pack to protect it. So my question is, where did you sleep? Uh, I found the cheapest tavern, since I'm not a very wealthy man. And bunkered down there. I offered Roy to come with me, because since... It looked like we both kind of just got away by the skin of our teeth a couple times. I figured we could just roll together for safety's sake. I did not go with him. Fuck! <laughs> Smooth criminal, ladies and gentlemen. Smooth criminal. Well, the last time we did see you, you were calling for the guards and chasing your, uh... We, we'll call him friend for for shortness of... Eh, it wasn't, um, I mean... Associate. The guards were associate. It's a good word. 
Um, the guards were chasing him, but I was, I had planned to uh, right after that. Okay. Uh, so go. in theory, you guys could have met up, yeah. but I think we actually walked away because we just kind of looked at each other. Yeah, we walked swear. away from each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah, where did you sleep? I uh, went back to the uh, I went back to my thieves guild uh, to report. I guess. I guess I didn't sleep. Uh, you didn't sleep at all. <laughs> I mean, I would imagine that we is there lodging in the thieves guild? Not particularly. Then I was probably in. Not for not for such low level squirrels such as you. Ah. Squirrels? Yeah, you're a squirrel. Fantastic. You're a low level. <laughs> you're a low level rodent. I thought he was a footpad. No, there's no. no such thing as footpad. He wanted to be called footpad. <laughs> Unfortunately. But, I guess, uh, I guess I'm just in a random shitty tavern. Hey, what's up, dude? <laughs> so Not you guys went to, like, the <laughs> cheapest tavern you could find? Not together. Not together. Not so remember, there's two other taverns that you haven't you have pissed off in this town. Well, hold, hold on. There, you have a choice, basically. You can go to the cheapest tavern you can find, but that's going to be down in Shantytown, down in the Goblin Districts. I'm okay with that. You're okay with that? Yes. All right. Or alternatively, if you're a little more concerned about goblins finding you in the middle of the night, yeah, you might go to... You've been directed by people on the streets to a place called the Tinderbox. So you're in Shantytown. Yes. And you're at the Tinderbox. Yeah, okay. I just went there because... you... Yeah. We're walking with your friend. Friend. Priestly. Old friend. Granlin. Granlin. The head nun at the Church of Vespera. Yep. And you take her back, and what did you do before you went to bed? I, uh, I go back to my, uh, my lodgings, or my stash, and I collect my nicer clothes, because I have an important meeting tomorrow. Uh... Where I'll probably be executed. Okay. But I'll look pretty damn it. Alright. So in the morning, you uh, you go back to your cell. Before morning. Before morning. And you're in your cell in a change of clothes. Door's still not locked. Yeah, I'm aware. So uh, the next morning, the city... So John Finneron, the head of the city watch, comes down. God. And he stops at your cell door, and I was like, "All right, Bruce, you ready for your meeting with the? Where did you get a change of clothes? I've always had these. Not in the cell, you haven't. No, no, not in the cell. Be terrible place to get these. So he reaches to the lock, and he just opens the door without <laughs> using his keys. Anybody see you, Bruce? Maybe." <laughs> and he so, says, uh, how did that hullabaloo go last night that you didn't need help with? It went okay. Uh, I guess a couple of people got outside the walls, but... Sounds like you needed help. You know, the palace guard really just stepped up and just said that it was their job. So really, we were just supporting them. It sounds like they needed the help. Uh, put these on. And he hands you a pair of manacles. He's like, we're going to go see the king. We get to go hurry up and wait. DMV? Yes. <laughs> very much. Wait. I don't get royal escort. I don't get the palace guard to escort me to the... No, I told them we didn't need that. Have they filed paperwork? I don't know. Damn it, John. 
Paperwork hits my table and it gets done eventually. Damn it, John. <laughs> I'm not wearing this shit. And I put the I put the cuffs in my pocket. You gotta put them on when we cross the city, the palace gates. Nah. No, like seriously. Nah. Why? For our appearances. Nah. We'll deal with that bridge when we cross it. I'm dealing with it now. When we get to the palace, we're ah. putting on the manacles. Ah, the palace. Fine. Agreed. Okay. Looked at a hundred guards out of you. You said city line a while ago. No, I said the palace gates. Yeah, whatever. Now you said the palace. I get to go past the gates. I feel like you just want to be obstinate today, Bruce. I feel like you're just... This is not making me feel comfortable. I'm getting a little of anxiety because you are going to get us in trouble with the king. And you seem ready to do so. John, let me shoot straight with you today. There's a chance they're going to put me in the ground. And I will be damned if I'm not a dick on the way out. Freeze it? No, I think you freeze that pretty well, Donnie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make sure. Yeah, I thought about it too. Yeah, yeah, okay, it was, thanks. It was fine. <laughs> you know what, Bruce? I understand that. I'd appreciate it if you put the manacles on. Yep, and I walk right past the palace. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you, John, and he taps a couple other guards on the shoulder as they walk out. He's like, and you guys start heading to the castle. So the next morning, Damon, you wake up. Wake up, grab beer. <laughs> wake up, grab beer, put on some scene gear. Uh, I think rear became scene, became, oh, okay. Oh. You don't have any rear to grab. Oh, oh. You went to the Tinder box and met a nice lady named Kendra who was very tired, took your money, directed you to a room, said, just be quiet, go to bed, I don't care. This was a good first date. <laughs> and uh, the next morning, you wake up in your room. <laughs> and uh, there's a mirror, and you kinda, you're kind of groggy, but you, you open your eyes. Flashing water on and, your face. Yeah, you, you've had burns in your face. People, you know, you haven't been able to recognize yourself but as you look into this mirror that's in the room your face is healed there are no scars no burns face is flawless it always has been but well that's interesting that you would say that because you don't recognize this face you look in this mirror and the face that's in the mirror is not one you recognize which isn't too weird because you don't like know who you are but this is not striking any bells what the fuck alright this is just how today's going I guess I I guess this is my day this is what I got this is no I'm good I'm good I'm good I'm good drink beer I'm good no I'm good I'm good I'm good I'm good I'm good looks at me here fuck you okay I'm good okay <laughs> alright I'm good I'm good I'm good I'm good Get dressed. <laughs> the voice pipes up in your head. It's like, are you good? Oh, it's been a while. Welcome back. Because last time I heard anything about you, you made a deal with the devil. I'm not even sure which voice this is anymore. Okay. <laughs> well. Billy? 
No. Oh. I was hoping for Billy. He was an old childhood friend. Oh, wait. I don't remember my childhood friends. Yeah, that's, that's a shame. It was important to maintain our business relationship that you just only have the information that you need. And the assets you need. Like, a face. I look back at my butt. Nope, we're still good there. Okay. <laughs> yes, it is your butt. No, I just gotta make sure it's there. That's the moneymaker. We went over this. You're, you you remember that ass. and oh. you. It's an ass that won't quit. Exactly. He said, he tells you, so... Damn, I look pretty. Yeah, you you should. You're Today you're a noble. <sighs> Where am I going? You're going to the royal courts. You know, I kind of liked it when you told me, just do your own thing for a while. Yeah, well, it's time for things to happen. You see, you went and checked out that that uh, crash and found that thing that everybody seems to want. Uh, and I want you to find out why. I'll have to go collect that in a couple days when everybody's calmed down. Yeah, keep that safe. Keep that secret. Hey, you're watching it just as much as I am. Mm-hmm. So what I need you to do is go to the castle and listen in. Today you are Patrick. Patrick what? Patrick Simmons. Patrick Simmons. Is he Duke? Lord? What are we talking about here? He's a marquee. Oh, you gave me a marquee? Oh. It's just important enough that nobody asks you questions. But you get, you get the shit seat. <laughs> yeah, and just not important enough to draw attention. Listen, man, you obviously don't know what I do. <laughs> well, we'll have to work on that, won't we? Don't like drawing attention. We're getting to know each other. Yeah, this is a pretty good group. Like therapy. right now, you're Patrick. Get to know yourself. All right, mm -hmm. I kind of stare at my face. Patrick, Patrick. <laughs> what does he like? What does he hate? Got it. I put on the fine clothes. I bundle up the leather armor, push it underneath the bed, stuff the cloak in there. Do you have fine clothes? Yeah, I actually do. It's part of okay, my good, because the next step would be to find an appropriate outfit. Nope, I got fine clothes. It's what I used to dress okay. up as a lord last night. All right, cool. So I shove everything underneath the bed. I lock the room. I pay for the room for another night. All right, so you go and talk to Kendra. Yep. Oh, did, was the room to your satisfaction? Yes, thank you very much. That's good. We don't get a lot of customers here, so I always want to make sure you have a good stay. Uh... I may be repeating business here. Really? Yeah. Oh, good. You got fair prices. I like it here. Yeah. That'll be two silver. Yeah, here you go. No problem. Actually, I, I kind of like, before I hand her the two silver, I hand her a whole gold. I was like, it was worth it. Just, if anyone asks for me. She has it in her palm and she's staring at it. She's like, you're welcome. Anyone asks for me at all? Mm-hmm. No idea who I am, right? Um, I don't. Thank you. <laughs> Anyone ask for a guy looking like I looked last night or right now? You look like you're slumming it. Yeah. You remember how I looked last night? No. Okay. I was pretty tired. Okay. If they ask for anyone... You looked pretty ragged. Anyone that's living in that room, you don't ask for. We good? What room? Exactly. <laughs> nice doing business with you. I'll see you later. What would you like for dinner? Uh, whatever's available. Cool, because you, 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 they've only got like two or three people in this place lately, so. 
I believe. It'll be fish soup. Probably yeah, stingray. I, said, I believe it'll be swordfish or stingray at this point. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Thank you. I have to go to a meeting. <laughs> All right. So you head out and you head to the palace. <clears throat> yep. I got a meeting. Roy. Roy. You wake up in Shantytown in the worst in tavern thing you've ever... Like, it's got lice-ridden sheets. Like, this is oh. not a good place to be. So, but more importantly, you wake up with a knife at your throat. Great. There's this dude standing over you, and all he has to say is, I told you I wouldn't forget that. Forget what? (laughs) (laughs) You tried to call the guards on me last night. I was here last night. He presses the dagger close. He's like, don't mess with me, you little shit. Dude, I swear to God, I've been here all night. Roll bluff. <laughs> Persu- what is it? It's a uh, deception. Deception. That's not good. Oh, fuck. Yeah, no. <laughs> that is a uh, nine total. Yeah, no. Damn. Yeah, that, that's cute. How about you give me everything you've got, and then I'm going to take you down to the Thieves' Guild, and we're going to talk about how you treat fellow members of the Thieves' Guild. Does it look like I've got anything? Do you see where I'm staying? There's lice on you. As <laughs> <laughs> one crawls up his sleeve. I could always just take your life. That'd be good enough for me. Why? Wow, you got away. Yeah. I did. Yeah. And you know what? I'm going to keep getting away because people like you aren't going to put me in the ground. I'm going to make sure of it by never giving you a second chance. Uh, Roll insight. This is really awkward. Mom and dad are fighting. That is a... 15, 16, 17. This guy wants... He's going to kill you. Like, even if you give him all your money, he was going to kill you. He's going to kill you. He doesn't like you. He's a piece of shit. He's going to kill you. It's rude. Instagram, that's right. How do you sleep, Roy? How do I sleep? Yeah, is your dagger on you? I mean, usually. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, but, I'm, uh, not gonna use my dagger. Let's, uh, let's see here. Let's, uh, surprise round. If I can, may I? Uh, can he I has a him? knife to your throat. He's right I mean, you. He kind of had, he, his surprise round was putting a knife to your throat. I mean, throat. what are you trying to do for your, your counter surprise round? I guess is really the question. I'm going to use a cantrip. Oh. All right, so you don't know you can do that yet. Exactly. So, so how does that work? <laughs> so you, uh, you sensing this danger... Without really realizing what you are doing, mm-hmm. you, uh, you're looking up at this dude, and he gets this weird look on his face as he looks at yours. And then what do you cast? I would like to cast Chill Touch. Okay. And you just grab his arm? Yeah. Okay. So, dude, this see. weird numbness goes through your body. 
Like, not cold, but, like, that feeling you get when you've been cold so long that you're about to die. Mm. That feeling. It's almost oh, it's warm. A, mm, it's a rain spell attack. Chill touch? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll let you do it. That works. Cool. Alright, um, so I guess I just roll the hit then. Yeah. On a hit, target takes 1d8 necrotic damage, and it, can, and it can't regain hit points until the start of your next turn. Okay. Um, oh! That is a nat 20. So, yeah, like I said, you get this weird feeling in your body. Okay. This numbness goes through you, as if you've been cold for so long that it no longer matters. It's like after your nerves have given out. And you reach forward and you just put your hands on his chest, and you throw him across the room with this spell. And when I do, I say, chill. <laughs> God damn it. There's always one. I, uh... <laughs> Damn it. I, I'm not going to lie. When Ryan was describing <laughs> this, I imagine him just sitting there on his bed, arms laid out, and he just like Cyclops lasers, dude, right in the face. <laughs> this necrotic Cyclops laser. And he just keeps laying there, and he's just like, chill, man. Uh, real quick, chill. just a small aside, real quick. Did you do your HP for your third level? I did. Okay, I want to make sure. Yeah. You, because I feel like you're about to be in a fight, bud. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. How much damage do you do? Uh, uh, that's a... That's, roll roll a that roll, a, that, roll I mean, that beautiful damage. I mean, it's a nat 20. It's a nat 20. And it's a 1d8. So it's 2d8. So, yeah. Let's see here. There might not be guy. much of a fight. That's three. And a six. Nine. Total. Alright, so he's he, he gets just thrown against the back wall uh, off of you and off the bed and you feel this power that you're not familiar with in you and uh, he starts to panic because he was not expecting that I mean I'm kind of panicking as well because I know I could do Mm -hmm. (laughs) Man, that fucked up my persuasion check. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> Boop. Oh, fuck. I'm just trying to lightly caress him. Yeah, honestly, that was my bad. <laughs> I didn't know I could do that. So he, uh... He's trying to stand up, and it... He looks like he's going to attack you. But he seems very... Unsure of this, because he doesn't want to get near you. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't blame him at this point. So, uh, is he going to attack him? He's no. really kind of messed up. Is there, like, is, is, is do I? Is there anything? Can I? Is there anything? He is covered in frost and not moving very quickly. Hmm. Like he doesn't look too good. Go again. Sweet. <clears throat> I'm actually, uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take out the rapier, and I'm just gonna go ahead and... No, you don't. Try to roll hit. No? I no. Don't. Oh. Did you choose dagger? Or did you choose back dagger? Oh, no, you don't get that yet, do you? No, no that's not really Go ahead. I fucked up <coughs> last time. Yeah. He pulls out his long short rapier. Yeah. Yeah, so I pull out the rapier. And that's oh, no. three. Oh, that's bad. So he gets his feet underneath him just long enough to like back away from your rapier point, and now he's going to attack you. Now he's 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 got he's got his head back. Oh, he misses too. You stop that. I will. <laughs> Paper plate. 
So I feel that the, the weapon that Ryan is actually using is most proportionately relative to a tuck, which is the longer version of the rapier, if I remember correctly. All right, today on Mitch's Useless Knowledge. <laughs> Random facts with Mitch. All right, so uh, rogues that can't hit anything. Go yes. Ahead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I suppose I'll go ahead and try that again. Yeah, do it again. Good lord, that is a rogues that can't hit anything. <laughs> you guys, this is why rogues don't How are you guys doing anything on a daily basis? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, these are non-combat rogues. These this is like <laughs> no, this is like when I outstealthed him last time. Right? It was just like awkward. <laughs> it's like, hey, uh, before you try and hit me again, you want to call this a draw? Mm, persuasion. Don't hit him with a spell and try to. <laughs> Don't tell him to chill. He's triggered by that now. Yeah, you want to call this a draw? Because it's getting uh, a little uh, embarrassing. It's 16. No. I mean, okay. What's your arm? 15. You take 5 damage. Like a boss. Walk it off, Roy. Rock, walk it so, off. So, without realizing what you do, it you nail him again with the spell. I mean, I was gonna. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna roll that. But chill touch again. Uh. Let's do an Eldritch Blast this time. Do it. Do it. That's a nineteen. Yeah. So yeah, this time. <clears throat> what does your Eldritch Blast look like? I mean, it says it's a beam of crackling energy that streaks toward a creature within range. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say it's blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this beam of blue, light blue light yeah. hits him, and he's just, he's, just, he's just just a mess. He's a crumpled heap in the corner now. He does not get up. Oh, don't even got a roll. You don't. He had very little health after the first attack. <laughs> Fantastic. He kind of fucked him up. I mean, he woke me up. That's true. Uh, check his pockets. Oh, I was gonna. Yeah. <laughs> may I check his pockets? Yeah, you may. Uh, I do pocket, so. You well, he's got his dagger, and uh, you kind of just shredded his leather armor, sadly. Uh, but he also has a pouch with fifteen gold pieces. Score. And a note. Say from uh, Canton, one of the thieves you know, mm-hmm. one of the head, head heads of the thieves guild, and it says, "Go find the new halfling. We need him for a job." Well, he found me. <laughs> yeah, he obviously wasn't gonna quite do what they wanted him to do. Yeah, he had ulterior motives. Yeah. So uh, I guess I will go and report them. Okay, so you head back. You head to the thieves guild. I do indeed. All right. So that's which is the outpost that you know of is uh, it's in one of the uh, the poorer districts, like just just shy of. Um, recall my map here. Yeah, it's near the merchant district, but. A little out of the way to where it gets a little poor, and you know that they've just got like a safe house there. Hello. And uh, when you show up, 
there's Canton. Canton is a fairly tall human with like a buzz cut uh, dressed in leathers. And you just know him as he's like the guild master that you've met and you seem okay with him. He's, he's like he's not a dick but he's also very clear that he doesn't have a lot of time for you. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and walk up to him and be like, hey Canton, I got you Roy? guys' message, what's up? What uh, can I do for you? Where's uh, Where's the man I sent to find you? He ran off. What do you mean he ran off? I mean, he gave me the note and then he bailed. Why did he bail? I need him. I mean, probably bailed because I beat him up a little bit. Why'd you beat him up? Well, I mean, he woke me up with a knife to the throat. That's rude. Extremely. Why would he do such a thing? I don't know. I told him the same thing. That that was very rude. I'm going to ask you about this later because, well, quite frankly, I need you. You see... We got a job, Master. Well, what, what, no. The beast Double killed leader. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that weasel. So he says, Our leader wants us to sneak into the royal court and get our spy on today because there's a big meeting, a lot going down there. He says, So yeah, we need you to get into the royal court. I mean,. That's what I'm here for. Let's do it. What does this pay? Information. You gotta be small. Lydia's out of town. And our other halflings went missing last night. They went missing. <coughs> small hands. You recall that a couple of those Thieves Guild bodies were also halflings. They went missing. Yeah. I can tell you this much. You heard about that? Weird thing in the sky last night, right? Yeah, I did hear about that. Yeah, uh, everybody has. We want to know more about it. That's why we're going to the royal courts. Then why don't we go to the thing? We already did. Oh, what'd you guys find? A lot of our men dead. Loot's been picked over. The palace guard beat us there, and somebody else. Alright, well. Fucking loot monkeys. So we're going to go find out as much as we can in the only place we know, because we know the king is very interested in it, because the palace guard were on it. Like ants all over Ant Hill last night. Alright, well, let's go. Alright. Uh, <laughs> so he gets together his little crew, and it's like four other thieves and you. Nervously sweating over here as we speak. No, nervously sweating, even though you're not there at all. Yeah, it's just, just like, oh fuck, I forgot about that. I made sure everyone was dead. Listen, man, it was a window elemental. I was not fucking with that <laughs> shit. <laughs> Bruce, you're on your way to the royal court. Before I leave, I, uh, I go to see if Dolly is in. Uh, it's morning. She went home. Damn. I go to the night watch guy. I go to the locker first. And I pull out Alice. Which was the, uh, the cudgel I had. The custom made one. That was designed to look as much like a giant rubber penis as possible without being illegal. Mm-hmm. And I flop it on the desk in front of the man on the counter. And I tell him that if I don't come back tonight, you give this you Corporal give this to Mintz. Dolly. You give this to Dolly for me. Corporal Mintz, who's just this dwarf who always works at the front desk, he's just staring at the giant ballast. You want me to give Dolly your big black doohickey. <laughs> yes. If I don't come back for it. You want me tell Dolly that that's for her? From me. That's important. I mean, I'm fairly certain she'd know. 
Honestly, who else would give it? And uh, and this one is for Block. And I pull out another rubber cudgel, standard edition, and I drop it on the countertop, and it hits as though it had an iron rod built inside of it. You're a bad person. He is the worst guard. <laughs> he only worked with them for like two whole days. You're a bad and, person. And you tell Block, this one's for me. I don't know what's happening, but I'm slightly disgusted. Mitz is just like... Block? Yeah. He just takes them and he puts them under the desk. Dolly gets the big one. Block gets the hard one. <laughs> I wish you to express that those were my wishes. And words? Yeah, and those words. And those words. Do I have to? Phrase it. Phrase it, yeah. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> it's up to you. <laughs> Real quick, Ryan. Just an aside. <laughs> player to player. Yes. What the fuck did we get into? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you guys don't know. I'm just a fisherman. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> so I'm just glad he's giving them away. <laughs> Only if I don't come back for it. I them. don't want to encounter them later. <laughs> you probably will. Alright, so he's like, good luck at your hearing. Yep, doodles. And, uh... I head out the door, and I head towards the, uh, the palace, and then I uh, take a left towards Market Street. And then I remember that I don't have any money, and I swear a bit. So you've left the guard that you're supposed to be traveling with. I mean, I imagine he's following me. And yelling at you. Yeah. Knock it off. <laughs> you don't get to run errands, Bruce. Mm-hmm. You're right, I left the money. You won't need it. You're right. No one's killing you today, Bruce. I'll be the judge of that. I guess so. I mean, I might, if you keep this up. I mean, the judge is probably the judge of that. Bruce just sort of stands there, and his eyes just sort of gloss over a little bit. He thinks about it. He thinks about, rather, it would be more interesting to throw down with John Finn Road in the middle of the street at about 9 a.m., or go deal with the castle, and he almost resigns himself to death by John Finn Road. I, I love that name. It's a good name. And then, uh... Bruce mutters, fuck it, under his breath, and starts to amble his way towards the palace. He's not doing the steamboat willy walk like I do. No. Now, an amble for Bruce, because he's eight feet tall, is a fairly swift walk for yeah, the rest of most people, but it's slower than it could be, and he's making sure that John knows that. Alright. So, yeah, you, uh... Uh, Damon. The, uh, my name's Marquis Patrick Simmons, you fucking scoundrel. Well done. Which is, uh, important because you get to the gate and you're greeted by a palace guard. Who says, business at the palace? Marquis Patrick Simmons. Oh, um, do you have a signet ring? Roll something. If you're just gonna glare at him. I, I'm gonna roll... I'm gonna get real close to him and roll deception. Like, do you think I just? Do you think you deserve to see it or? <laughs> Carol. Oh man, it's better than it could have been. Twelve total. Uh, it's my job, no, Marky, you're, 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 to establish credentials. No, your job is to make sure the peasants don't get in. Yet no, you. No, 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 no. Whose salary is being paid? By nobles of the court. Not mine. I have plenty. 
And you are asking... You're absolutely right, Marquis. By, by all means, go, go. Better. Go. And I walk fast. <laughs> you ever heard the sound of an NPC's spine snap? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Etsy. <laughs> you ruined the magic. Was, oh, no. You're part I, of the kimono I, again. How dare you? <laughs> For the love of God, tie up your kimono. <laughs> We've already discussed your big black penis. I never said it was black. Yeah, you did. No, standard issue is black anyway. <laughs> God damn. So I walk into the court and find my seat. I get a, and I, I definitely portray being upset that where I'm sitting is not as close as I should. So definitely calling attention to yourself this whole just, time. Absolutely. Just all upset under my breath. This is my seat. This. All right. All right. Okay. I see how it is. All right. Meanwhile, you are taking into the sewer and following Canton and his little crew and uh, there are a couple of spots there's uh, where there seems to be just, just windy labyrinthian columns and you end up in this older section of sewer it's been there for a while and uh, and at some point you got there's a tunnel that's obviously been excavated like out of the sewer like um, probably by maybe the Thieves Guild. And you guys go through it, and you end up in this catacomb, catacomb, that uh, your guess would be you're underneath the, the castle. Cool. And you guys get to this portcullis that is just set in the rock, set in stone, and there's no way in. You actually ha can find out if nobles shit gold or not. <laughs> I'll let you know. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I, I need to know for a front guess. And uh, they get to the uh, the thing, and he's just like, he just st everybody stops, and they all turn to you. Yeah? Yeah, it's time for your big moment. Squeeze through the bars. Okay. I do that. Do you? I do. That's small of you. I'm pretty small. Not fat? No. It's okay. So you just go through the bars. Mm -hmm. This is like the the just lamest use you've ever seen for your skills ever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because on the other side is just a fucking uh, handle that will raise the portcullis. So, I mean, am I done after this? Or Yeah. Do you, do you Have you opened it? I mean... Or are you saying that before you do it? Yeah, I'll open it. Okay. <laughs> Small hands, so, so everybody kind of just rushes in as the, as the portcullis opens, and Canton's like, yeah, that that's it, man. I mean... Ideally, you just stand guard here, but I'm going to let you come with. Because cool. this is demeaning. I know. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I'm I've, literally walked through. I'm sorry, but I can't do this. Neither can they. I mean, I and he points it. at, like, a dwarf and, an, and another human... And an orc, and he's just like. I mean, I have special skills. I'm okay being utilized for them. Yeah, you, you tiny. Uh, I I just gotta state because I said it already once before, but Mitch has been pantomiming to me because we gotta make sure we get this in at these type of moments. Small hands, big plans. <laughs> Small hands, <laughs> big plans. Every time, every time that Jay has mentioned something about the halfling, it's just been <laughs> hand hand sign for small. Hands. 
big plants. Yeah, no, no. I really Over in the corner, I, quietly I, waiting. By the way, I told my girlfriend that I stole that from her, and <laughs> she was like, I'm so happy. Small <laughs> those big plants. I'm so terrified that that's probably going to end so up... So he, 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 he motions to uh, to the dwarf to watch this, watch this area, and then he says, all right, let's go. And he's, he takes you up, and like you guys end up taking these like walls and side patches... They've obviously had a way into the castle for a long time. Yeah, they know they they know what they're doing. Yeah, so they show up, and like you end up in this weird like area above the the royal throne room, just looking down. There's no access to the throne room from where you're at, but there's a window. Like there's like this grate that you guys can all stand and just sort of watch. And you're in position. He's like, and now we chill. Just um, keep quiet. Jay. I feel this should be asked for your sake. Yeah. Is this a great view, you would say? It's at least adequate. Yeah. Well, it's not an aqueduct. I mean, adequate. <laughs> so. What? You don't have the pun jar yet, so. I'm <laughs> going to get it. <laughs> We're pretty free and clear right now. For now. Well, wow, I mean, the DM what? was going for pizza. I honestly thought the DM was going for a jar. No, no. The thing is, <laughs> I, I just realized something. Where he was staying, he'd be flea and clear. <laughs> See, that's great, Randall. Now, because of your stupid pun about the great fucking Jay's gonna grill us. We have a pun jar. I mean, it's perfect because <laughs> it is a. Uh... Bitch, I took it! Wow. <laughs> I almost made it by. I mean, the con- it's a container of you of bond. Therefore, whenever you have to pay it, you, you bond. <laughs> you are Bond. Bond. Also, you Bond, please sponsor. <laughs> please. Don't sponsor them, they don't deserve it. Alright. Oh, <laughs> just Jay, just sponsor Jay. Just sponsor me. Put me. Put, I'm gonna need the psychiatry, uh, the therapy to get through all this. You're Bond, Jay. You Bond coffee. So, because of Randall's joke about the great, now you're trying to filter out the puns? Oh, this is pretty. This is a pretty upset Jay we're getting right now. There's going to be a coffee for everything we do. <laughs> a coffee? Yeah. <laughs> hey, there he is. Yeah. Jay's looking at you like Obi Wan looked at Anakin. You were the chosen one, and you just <laughs> let him down so bad. Well. <laughs> that fun. <laughs> You were supposed to be the greatest of us. The greatest? <laughs> <laughs> we're done. This is Yay, where we stop. Jar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry. Tell you what, every time I make a pun, I'll give you guys a dollar back. You still only owe me three. <laughs> Mitch. <laughs> I'm poor. <laughs> Anyways. So... So yeah, so court starts, <clears throat> and um, one of the things that happens is uh, there's a contingent of peop- of uh, of ambassadors from the city or from the countries of Bree and Valeria who show up. Valeria shows up first, and uh, basically you get the gist that Bree and Valeria at war, and they're both petitioning for aid. Mm. They both want Celestine to help, but Celestine's like. I'm not going to help them over you. Oh, it's important. The king is not in attendance today. Oh. The king's brother, Robert, is presiding over the uh, 
the, the court sessions because the king, as you guys have heard around town, is sick a lot. He doesn't. He got the cold. It was really bad. Yeah, he got he got he got the something. Listen, man, you don't fuck hookers without protection. I mean, you're the king. You do whatever the fuck you want. I mean, I'm just offering advice. You don't have to follow it. Mm. Roll a knowledge history check. Okay. Thirteen. How old is the king? You're waiting outside, by the way. How old is the king? The king? He's pushing fifty. Okay. Youngin'. Yeah. He's an old. He's an old human, man. But like, not unhealthy. He yeah. shouldn't be having trouble. Not for a king that's not old enough that yeah. this should be a thing. And this is a fantasy realm where you don't die at forty. Kings rarely did unless they were, yeah, killed exactly. Poisoned. So his time. brother, his brother's about uh, ten, fifteen years younger than he is too. Like he's just a younger man, and uh, not as well liked among the populace. So I have a. Uh... You guys probably don't remember. You two don't. I They're sure new. as fuck don't. They're new. You're new. They're He's new to new. town. You're new in mind. <laughs> uh, I have a fresh mind. You could have lived your whole life and it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, I would not. <laughs> you got a three days. I have no idea. Three days ago, you got a full system reset. <laughs> so Some time ago. Who knows? <laughs> so Robert is talking to the Valerians and he's basically telling them that I can't... Uh, I'd like to give you aid, but I can't do it in good conscience because I have to listen to Bree's side. Also... It's not our war. And so, like, they get very upset with this because apparently Bree has been raiding their supply lines. They've been choking them, them out. And they're making some very bold claims about Bree. They're saying that Bree, the monarchy of Bree have been taken over by the, the criminal syndicates they're claiming. And they are in league with dark magic. Like, there's a lot of terrible rumors coming out of Bree. Woohoo! I mean, oh, awful. <laughs> Everybody stops and stares at the marquee. No, I, I look. I no, I look right over to the person next to us. Dude, not cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna roll this. I'm gonna roll deception. <laughs> That's a uh, twenty-two. <laughs> Do I hear this? Yeah, yeah, you're watching all this. I think Do the only we... person not here at this point is Bruce. You're yeah. outside waiting yeah. for your turn. Do I recognize that voice? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question, Jay. Knowing what I know about what you know about Randall, does he? What? Roll perception? Your, Don't voice, your voice does not change. Roll perception? No. So, you, yeah. No, you recognize that voice. But I, I deceptioned really hard. Like, yeah, dude, no. that's not okay. <laughs> so, yeah, you see this this marquee stand up and, like, Self. pointing at this dude who's sitting next to him going, It's not what? I, 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 he... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he is grabbed by a palace guard and marched out of the, the royal court. I sit down. So um, it's really weird that that voice came out of that dude because that doesn't look like the guy you know. Yeah. Alright. I'm just gonna just keep note of that. Some people's marquees, am I right? I may or may not be keeping an eye on that guy. <laughs> may or may not. Alright, so, so then um, the Bree uh, ambassadors come in. And these, they're very well dressed. They seem very sure of themselves, and they talk to the king, and they just talk. And they, they don't talk about their conflict with Valeri at all. They say, we want to open up our supply lines with Celestian that have been closed off for several months. And he's like, um, he's like, what do you have in mind? And they just lay out their things, and he says, the king will take this under advisement. 
and we will and we will talk to you later. However, what do you say about Valerian's claims? And they're like, I don't know what they're talking about. We haven't attacked their country at all. And it's like, if they've been attacked by thieves and ruffians from our cities, that's fine. Like they said, there is a criminal undercurrent that our king is trying to get rid of, but if it's them doing it, it's not us. And the king says, thank you, we'll take that under advisement. We'll talk later. Um, king in standing. King in standing. Support from that. He's still king. King Roland is still king. King Robert is... Sitting in for him during court session because he's too sick to join. He's king and sent. Okay. It's a vice president of Congress. Yeah. He, he also <sighs> says that he will explain these things yeah. to his brother at a later time. He really is doing the job of the vice president. So my question is, do I see, as I'm coming through the front of the palace, do I see the boy from last night? Because um, I'm looking. No, uh, not, I don't give not, a not, damn not, about all these other high class. Not scrubs. in this room. Darn. Not in the room you're in. Now the other question is, did they search me? Because I still do have my boot knife in my boot. No. Do you put on the manacles? Is also a good question. Yes, I need to know this. Oh, uh, I you, do, you, okay. I'm going to say that at this point, you're at the front of. The I castle. give John Van Rowan back his manacles because they're small, and I have big risks. Uh, I mean, and John I put has, my own on. John has manacles that fit you. I put my own on. Okay. I'm he wearing, has his own key. I'm wearing my own manacles. You have the key, too. I was going to say, do you give him the key? Hardly matters. (laughs) True. I'm a Goliath. It is a matter of course more than anything. All right. So, Bruce, you're allowed inside. You have your manacles on. You don't start any shit, right? You're doing as John said. He he, he hands his manacles back, and he looks like he's going to have a little mini panic attack. And then you put yours on, and he goes, thank you, Bruce. Bruce. he He takes out his flask surreptitiously from his pouch, and he just... Takes a swig, <laughs> puts it back. Bruce, you don't owe me anything, but we've had a good relationship over the years. I feel you're kind of representing the future of my department. You didn't mean to, but it it this this thing between us and the palace guard somehow has ended up in your lap. <laughs> <sighs> <clears throat> Please, Bruce. Behave yourself. I think this is one of the most happiest I've ever seen Mitch. Bruce just sort of sits there for a second and lets lets those two words try to filter their way through his brain. Behave yourself. That is that is not an idea that Bruce has embraced in probably seventy years. He looks at John and uh he says Sure. And he cracks a big grin. Alright, so he put he kinda nudges you forward and he says, Let's do this. And uh And you get brought into the throne room with long haul with the rug and everything, and it's lined by nobles and courtiers and all these people watching. Shit go down. Holy shit, is that a Goliath? That's a huge bitch! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hey, Bruce! <laughs> I just look over, and check. I look over and whisper and can't you, know, you can't tell where it came from. No, no. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is it? Insight? Is it, oh, uh, perception. Oh, there's perception. Uh, 16. Do I recognize that voice? No, insight, you actually. Think. We've still a long time. 
Either way, it's a 16. Uh, I go over a cancer and I say, what the... F- what is that? I audibly say, what the fuck? <laughs> That's Bruce. I mean, Who? you've never seen a Goliath before? N- no. I, uh... Bruce I'm, I'm when ver- someone says, hey, Bruce, I, I hold up my hands and I jingle them and I chuckle a little bit. <laughs> uh, Cannon leans into you and he's like, I know that guy? This is gonna be good. I've heard of them, but I've never actually seen one, and it is terrifying. I'm what, what? three times your height? <laughs> if, at, at least. Slump. Uh, now, it, it bears mentioning that Bruce is usually kind of slumped over, so instead of his full eight, four, he typically rolls around at like seven, seven, six. eleven. I yeah. am maybe at your knee. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna lead forward in my seat. Which I have so right. I made sure my seat and the guy that left earlier, I got the comfier of the two seats. I checked which one was comfier. Uh, and I'm going to lean forward and go, What the fuck is that? Right. Do you say it loud enough that I hear you? Probably. <laughs> Your so mother's funny. entourage. And I keep walking. I'm proud of my mother. <laughs> <laughs> my mother could do worse. My All mother right. is doing pretty damn well. As you are announced. Uh, actually, the, the the Herald leans, well, le- starts to lean over like he would normally, and then he realizes you're tall, and then he looks up, and he says, um, I'm going to announce you, your name is Bruce! Um, Regent Robert, I announce Bruce! Bruce! And his voice is not nearly as loud as yours. <laughs> Obviously. Naturally. As I can tell by the spike. Wait. Regent Robert. Yeah. Robert the Deuce. The entire um, court gets silent. Holy fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Pleasure to meet you here, sir, by standing. Did you, did you, what did you call me? Deuce. Robert the Deuce. It's a nickname we call for card games when you get two aces. Robert the Second. As well, yes. There's okay. tor- there's chortling in the cheap seats, and of the minute course. people look at me, I look at the other person sitting next to me. Come on! There's al- there's also a group of uh, thieves up in the rafters <laughs> giggling. <laughs> I love Bruce. Uh, the, minute I get, the minute people look at me, I look at the other person next to me and go, "Come on, really?" Can, can like, you're these just like you haven't been here that long, but uh, I, I'm sure you can think of all the connotations that that, that name has, right? Did you just call that guy a turd. Yes. <laughs> Yes, you did. I like this Bruce. <laughs> I think I'm in love. <laughs> and what can I do for you today, Regents in standing? John nudges you hard in the fucking, it just right in the thigh, <laughs> just elbows you. I looked down at John. Oh, John, the hurt. <laughs> uh, the palace guard, um, his name was, uh, I believe, Brandon. Brandon steps forward and he says, Bruce has been brought forth to the king and his and this region to stand trial for defying Fishing. the king's edict. Brought to trial. Robert says, if Fishing. you interrupt any member of my court again, I will have you hung. He's already hung. That's in game, by the way. I'm just mad. And whoever keeps talking in the cheap seats, <laughs> that, I will hang you next to. I look right at the person next to me. I'm trying to listen. 
<laughs> and Roy said, it is 100% that fucking guy. <laughs> yeah, no, he's certainly talking a lot. Um, <laughs> he's being brought before the court, continues Brandon, for violating the king's edict prohibiting men from fishing in the king's ocean without a permit. The recent law enacted two weeks ago. Bruce raises his hand. He violated this law willfully, and when confronted about it, he threw two of my men into the ocean. I am charging him with violation of a king's edict and assault on a member of the palace guard. Robert sits there and listens, and then he looks at you. May I speak? Yes. I would like to correct the charges. Excuse what me? I am guilty for is fishing on a dock against a king's edict that had not been posted and was not marked. Then I was aggressed by the palace royal guard and returned in aggression. I pushed two palace guards into the ocean, but let neither of them drown. There was actually a third, I believe, who got away. Would have pulled him out, but he was a strong swimmer. This is an interesting turn of phrase, Bruce. Got away? Well, yeah. He swam away. Hmm. He also pulled him out. Yeah, I pulled the other one out. He couldn't swim. Apparently, you should work on that. And yes, I did not pay the fee that was not posted as necessary. And no, I do not wish to. He turns to Brian and he says, Is it true that the edict was not posted at the docks? And Brandon says, No, my regent. It's been posted. As far as you know, that's a lie. Because it's important to note that on the day that this happened, there were a lot of other people fishing. And uh, can you prove that it was posted? Together? I have several witnesses that I could bring forward, but Other I didn't think it would be necessary. Then your subordinates. I have several witnesses that can be brought forward, but Other I didn't think it would than be necessary. Your subordinates. Do I need to qualify everything I say to you, Bruce? I just find it curious you won't qualify that simple question. <laughs> and yes, I've already had to correct your charges once, so I think it would be of good following to make sure that we're clear here. As a lowly town Robert's guard. Silence! Order in the king's court. As the king wishes it. I will send a runner to verify if the edict is posted at the dock. And he snaps his fingers. And uh, someone you recognize runs up in palace guard uniform. And it's the boy. And he looks over at you and he goes... And he just like gets this look on his face like, oh no. <laughs> Did I, the it was posted the other night, right? It's posted, yeah. It's, it's posted there now. Well, look at him, and I just say, "Don't lie, boy." I'm going to go check. Don't lie, boy. I will speak now. Do you know this man? That the edict is presently posted. Didn't this happen yesterday? Yes. It was posted after the initial event. Can you prove this? Because currently it is your word against a member of my palace guard, the head of my palace guard. Yes. 
I can call upon the witnesses of a numerous amount of people who fish that dock every day. And can you give me names of any of these people? Of course. But let me get this straight. You still want me to believe your word, the word of... And he pulls out this paper. The way I understand it, you're... A indiscriminate contractor. Yes, that's what it says here. It also says vagabond and um, ex-convict. I believe you spent time in our dungeons before. I did, until I was released, which should speak for itself. Yeah, um, it says here 30 years ago. Easily. So my point being is, you want me to take the word of dockside fishermen over my carefully chosen and respectable palace guard. Yes, I would expect you to take the word of honest men. Well, that's your version of honest men. I do not feel the version of honest men changes. And if your perception does, then I would question your role. When you say that, a voice pipes up from the back of the room. It's like, yeah! <laughs> Last time I checked, I'm king! What's going on here? And Robert, like, kind of spruces up. He's like, brother? Oh, fuck, plot twist! <laughs> I mean, uh... Bruce turns towards the actual king and kneels. Okay. King Roland kind of steps out, and he's got a couple of um, doctors with him, and he's like... They're chasing him down, because he's like, No, 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 get off me. Fuck you. Get off. I feel fine. Ugh. Yeah, you tell him. How much court did I miss? Did I miss the Valerians and the Breeze? Yeah. Thank you. I got you. <laughs> Find that man and give him another title. <laughs> right <here>. <laughs> <laughs> the, the guy next to you perks up, he's like, I'm gonna get it, and then... Uh, and I push his head down. <laughs> <laughs> Roy, Roy's mouth just dropped open. Oh, what part? What part are we at? We're at Bruce. Bruce's trial. Oh, oh, court cases. Br Bruce. Oh, I've heard that name. That's um the troublesome one who, who's throwing our men in the in the ocean. Yep. Why'd you do that? He's just no decorum as far as like this court goes. He he like comes over and he just like waves his brother off the throne, who was sitting there very very enjoying it. Bruce stands up, straightens himself up. They cut my line. They, wait, Same what? Hold on, hold anyone. on. You were... Fishing. You were fishing. You had a permit, I assume. Was not aware one was needed. Well, why not? I posted that two weeks ago. Edict was not posted. What? Really? Not when I was fishing. Not that time. Last night it was. Really? I knew this flaw would be a pain. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, I... We need more tax revenue. I was hoping that this would be a good way to get it, but I understand. Um, you have been fishing these docks for how many years? <clears throat> Roughly 70. Yes. Paige, Paige, run and get my scrap. And Paige boy runs off. He's like, okay, so continue. You were fishing, and they cut your line yep. without a warning? Nope. Snipped my line, threw him in the pond. It seems like... A the reaction that any man would take, especially one of your size. I imagine you're not used to people assaulting you. 
Oh, it occurs, but it doesn't succeed. I mean, do, wait, do people attack you without provocation? Not typically. That's right. Okay. I mean, come on, look at him, Robert. He's huge. <laughs> Hail to the king, baby! Deuce! <laughs> I've already heard the story from the ducks. I, I used to fish, Bruce. This is one of the reasons why I understand this law is a pain. Before, you know, it became too problematic. He kind of straightens his ropes. <laughs> you know how many guards they require me to have to leave the castle? I imagine a lot. You can't catch fish with all the shining armor. You can take anyone! I like that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I can take you fishing. Were any of my palace guard harmed? As he turns to Brandon, and Brandon goes, Sir, they were thrown into the water. Were they harmed, Brandon? One almost drowned. Almost drowned? Yep. And how? what saved him? I pulled him out. You saved him? I mean, I threw him in. I kinda then I fail to see what the problem is. And Brandon's standing there going, he assault... No, they damaged his property, and he retaliated. I don't want my palace guard behaving in that way. And Brandon goes, yes, you're my leash. And he steps back, and he kind of just shrivels into the background. As, as the scribe, as the page comes to the scribe, and he whispers to the scribe, and the scribe pulls out a piece of paper, and he starts drawing this thing. And uh, he's like, I apologize for the miscommunication and the poor actions of my palace guard. <coughs> he shivers. He's not looking healthy. Like, it's important that he's very, like, robust man. Does not look well. Long live the king! Everyone. <coughs> he points at the, Everyone yeah, like, echoes that. Yeah, yeah. long live As the king. As is process. You, you, anybody who's even, paying even close... Even yells it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Canton's like... <laughs> I like this guy. <laughs> this guy's dope. So... What do I sign so he's, so and, he, and, he, and he snaps, and the scribe hands him the piece of paper, and he's like... I want to caution you, Bruce, to not react so rashly to people of my kingdom because I do not condone such violence within my realm. The fact that you pulled them out of the water leads me to believe that you meant them no harm. No one has ever come to harm getting a little wet. I mean, I'm sure that they're used to polishing their armor. And he winks at Brandon. <laughs> Salt water, I understand, is quite hard on our plate mail. Indeed. You know what? I think, uh, to be fair, you will pay the cost of polishing two suits of palace plate mail. I think that's what we'll find you. And I also, in apology for the miscommunication, and because I feel bad enough about this writ as it is, bestow upon you this. And he hands you the piece of paper. I take it. It's fishing license. If the king is concerned with the mannerism of his royal guard, I might suggest he inquire about the nature of the jurisdiction changes at present and the behavior with which the guard is enforcing it over the other guardsmen. John, who's been, like, awkwardly quiet throughout this whole thing, he's not happy to be here. He He's like, no, we don't need to... <laughs> 
And uh, King Roland looks to uh, John and he's like, are, and, and Brandon, and he's like, uh, what jurisdiction changes? To which Robert responds, uh, you left me in charge of the palace guard, my, my king, and I took it upon myself to expand their jurisdiction. They are a very efficient fighting force and we have been growing in size. And I felt it was more in your best interest to expand our influence so that we would have better reaction times to an enemy. We now have full jurisdiction over High Court and the entire Rich District. Wait, you didn't ask him first? I don't need to ask anyone. Who is that man? Hi. I'm sitting in my seat next to me. Like, so. <laughs> you. Hi. Do I get that title? We'll talk about it later. Just. <coughs> I'm sorry, sir. Sorry. I'll hold the king. <coughs> so yeah, Robert's just like glaring at you. A bone kiss. Just Roy's hands quiver over his rapier. <laughs> Triggered. Triggered. <laughs> yes. I feel it would be prudent to mention that the expansion of your guard has thinned it considerably, such that a tangent of them could not handle one, albeit large, aged man. Um, it was two men against one Goliath. Neither one of you were armed. Um... His statement that it increases your reach seems optimistic. Brandon pipes up with, yes, I will be taking my men through giant slaying courses shortly. Um, actually, uh, your lordship, your highness, sorry. It's Brian. May I I inquire an idea to help the court with this proceeding? Uh, I'm not a big lord like the rest, many of you. I am in the cheap seats, I honestly said. But, if... We were to detach maybe a lesser noble, maybe one that me has a good working relationship currently with the king. How you doing? Uh, to the city watch and made sure that their jurisdiction was not infringed upon and ensure they had a voice within the court. Wouldn't that help? Who is that man? <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? Eager. Eager. Eager to move up in world in the life. What is your name? I am Marquis Patrick Simmons. If there's like some whispering. Who the fuck is that guy? Was he in my <laughs> I feel if I were detached to the city watch and ensure that they had a voice here, then further incidents would not occur. You're recommending a people's noble? Yeah, I like the people. I actually don't come to court that often, hence your reactions. Your advice will be taken under advisement, and we will look into your credentials for such a job. Alright, I'm gonna mentally real quick go uh, go to my pack guy, like, alright, your turn, fucker. (laughs) Just in my head. Like, this isn't what we came here for. Yeah, but this is gonna help us in the long run. So... So King Roland, he's, 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 he's coughing. That's like really good to him. And um, he's like, I, I feel um, that the City Watch and the Palace Guard should be working together for the safety of my people, not fighting one another. 
I understand that there is some animosity between the two of you. Both Brandon and John look at each other, look at the king. No, my lord! <coughs> really? <laughs> Come on, I've been here, like, a little while. Even I can... I'm sorry, I'm interrupting. <laughs> John pipes up with... The problem, my lord, is their jurisdiction covers my headquarters. We're on the boundary between Highgarden and the slums. My jail and my head and where I run my men is under their jurisdiction. This creates a problem between us. The king says, no problem. There's jurisdiction no longer includes your thing. And he just, like, snaps for another page and describes. Thank you, my lord. And Brandon just kind of, like, gritting his teeth to the side. Bruce looks at Brandon and smiles. And my lord, if I may... He glares daggers at you. Advise you. Perhaps I could assist your royal guard by improving their training. <clears throat> oh, shade. I feel that that would not go well. It seems that you both need some time to cool down. I speak only for the good health of the court. And Bruce bends over and pulls a knife out of his boot, flips it over and hands it handle first to the king. I brought this into your high hall. The royal guard did not search me adequately prior to my entry, and we are outside of the jurisdiction of John Finrowan, bearing it not his duty. He delivered the parcel as was required. Holy fuck! John just puts his face in his hand. That was just a boot knife, your highness. I tap my foot on the floor, and the toe knife springs out of my actual boot. Holy fuck! I also brought this in. Roy looks because at his your dagger. royal guard does not know where to look. Roy looks at his dagger and realizes that that Roland gets is pretty quiet. Bigger than his dagger? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that a goddamn short sword? <laughs> you look at that and think, geez, that's pushing the size of my rapier. <laughs> what the fuck? Bruce bends over while the king thinks about it and spends a minute trying to get the knife back in the damn boot. Just put it. I'm like, no, no, just push it. Push it on the floor. You gotta, you gotta aim the toe. So yep. King Roland gets quiet. And uh, he uh, he looks at Brandon, he looks at John, and he's like, shouldn't John have confiscated any of that before he put you in a cell? Yes. I feel that both of you are too at fault for this. And uh, I'm upset that my watchmen seem more concerned with petty squabbles than doing their job. And he glares both sides. <clears throat> I also understand that <coughs> and he just starts coughing like too much to the point where he looks like he's going to fall forward out of his throne. Um, he says, I I acquit Bruce of the charges <coughs> and I will discuss things with my people on the jurisdictions of the pub. <coughs> I'm, I'll be going back to my chambers. And he, he leaves. And the, the, his doctors help him leave. Bruce! 
bellows out using his uh, his new ability that he got on level up as a multi-class. <laughs> Bruce uses his rally, which allows me to give one creature <laughs> a superiority die plus my charisma modifier of temporary health. Long live the king! Long live the king! Uh, we're gonna allow that? That's, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty good. Eight temporary HP to the king. Okay. So the king stands up straight. As everybody, as everybody bellows, long live the king. It echoes throughout the whole chamber, and he stands up straighter. And he's like, I'm trying. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like that guy. <laughs> so describe him up here, Pat, Marquis Patrick Simmons. Right? Find him, give him another few acres. <laughs> this is dope. You know why? Because he just established a fake identity for me. <laughs> he just made Marquis. Why shapes his head? <laughs> the the, the, the voice in your head, like, like it, you start thinking these thoughts, and the voice in your head goes, "That's not a fake identity." Holy shit! I just became a lord. <laughs> no. You stole somebody's <laughs> face. Listen, listen. I don't ask where the Christmas presents are. <laughs> Aside to Canton, I, I, I say, we should probably uh, target that noble guy. I mean, he just came up a couple acres in a couple seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know him, by the way? Every time he talks, he, like, seems to react. He's very troubling. <laughs> True dad. That didn't answer my question. I mean, I don't know him, but just his overall demeanor rather upsets me. <laughs> dad? I get it. I get it. All right. So, they, John starts to lead you out. He's like... Well, I could have gone worse. I think all in all it went pretty well. He, he says, hold on a moment. And he walks back to Brandon and he says, can I have his knives back? <laughs> He'll miss one of them. The other one's in my boot. <laughs> can I have his knife back? And Brandon's just standing there Please. as the king is still leaving. And he's like, yes! <laughs> king just yells back, yes! And Brandon grits his teeth. And hands him the knife. I take my knife back. I put it into my boot sheath. I undo my handcuffs. I put them back in my pouch. <laughs> Robert and Brandon are noticeably upset. Before they can mention anything about this, the doors uh, open. And um, the king has already left at this point. But uh, the, a couple of palace guard run in and they say, Regent Robert! We have acquired what you have, what you were looking for, and they have uh, between them they are carrying a uh, a like pillow, and on this pillow is this small chest. <coughs> I cough instead of saying something. <laughs> and they uh, they discuss it, and he's like, and he's like, oh, and he says he like says quiet, and you recognize what it is too. Yeah, Roy's eyes widen. And uh, he's like, "Oh, you found it? Where? We found it buried a mile from the from the crash site." And in your voice, or in, in the voice in your head, Brandon goes, "Fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> I think in my head also, wasn't there a rune on that? 
bro, I've had this. All I, I threw it up. All you had to do was dunk. <laughs> you know, there's a reason I need you, right? Yeah, there's also a reason I need you, and one of us is doing our job more than the other lately. So, did they bring the chest? Am I? Do I see what's going on at the chest, or have I left at this point? You're you're here. You're still. They like walked past you to get up there. Like they're rushing. And he, Robert. If you give me like thirty. 40 minutes, I could probably open that for you. Please? No. Fine. Get him out of here. They're lost. Alright, so, basically, what happens is, uh, they discuss this, and he, he quiets it down, and he tells them to put it away, because he, he's obvious he doesn't want, like, everybody in the court to see it. Uh, but, uh, somebody does pipe up with is this related to the crash? <coughs> and uh, Robert says, yes. Yes, it is. Uh, we are investigating to see what the uh, strange entity in the sky was, and this is our biggest clue. Uh, we believe it may be some sort of flying ship, and we are trying to figure out if it is dangerous or also it is, if it is useful to the crowd. My hands are, my face is in my hands, so I'm just going, god damn it. <laughs> you, uh, any, everybody who, you don't, you're like, your job is to look at all the people here. So you notice, straight up, the Breeze, the Breeans are looking right at that, like, really like this. Looking at this chest. For and those of you who can't see Jay's face, it yeah, is a I'm face of enrapturement and beard stroking. Yes, thank you. I got you. Yeah, just stroking their their beards, and they they've got like like goatees. Like to describe most of the brands, they look like like cheesy villains. My kind of people. Yeah. And he says we are going to make sure that this is properly protected while we figure out what it is. Our uh, our best uh, men have been unable to open this chest. Which is part of the problem. Man, if Bruce was still there. <laughs> I mean, you're there. There, John is not hurrying you out. Spell back. I can open it. No. <laughs> Get him out of here. <laughs> Let him stay. <laughs> and uh, I think that we will stop there. Decide to catch on the boys real quick. Dibs. Listen, motherfucker. <laughs> I called dibs on that. Thank you for listening to the Torchlit Tavern. We hope you all enjoyed what we had to present to you today, and we look forward to sharing more adventures with you in the future. We are live on the internet, and you can find us on Twitter, YouTube, iTunes, and Facebook by searching at Torchlit Tavern. You can also follow up with several of our entertainers. Hey, I'm Ryan, and I am at RyanSCBSantos on Twitter. You can find your DM, Jameson Oxford, at, at AgentBeige on Twitter. You can find your favorite warlock at Twitter at ArgoOmega. Don't forget to tune in every Wednesday for our updates to our podcast as well as follow us on these wonderful sites to know when, what, and how we're doing things. Also, don't forget to rank us five stars. That'll pump us to the top and make it easier for you to find and share with your friends. Have a good one.
and fuck your warlock.